How do we help our children not to define themselves based on how others see them? How do we help children to see their self-view? One of the most important things that a parent can do for a child is raise them with self-esteem. Children with self-esteem are equipped with one of the most important tools they need to go far in life, to be able to handle any situation and bounce back from any setback. In this episode, we continue our focus on self-esteem, answering this question, as well as three practical ways to raise children with self-esteem. Raising children in general is not easy. Throw in the desire to have passion and committed juice. Now that's next level hard. With weekly episodes on our parenting hierarchy, you will find the answers to your biggest parenting questions and gain the best practices you need to raise the children the way you want to raise the Jews next door. So let's get right into our first question. The answer to the first question is simple, but profound. Our first series on this podcast was all about building a relationship with our children. And the reason for that was because that is the most fundamental thing that we can do to be a good parent. Along with that relationship building is knowing our children's real interests, like really, really knowing. And the way to use that to help build their self-esteem is by leaning into their interests and giving them opportunities to explore those interests, to experience them, to do them, to feel good about them, giving them a space to shine in. So for example, if your child, you're, you're noticing they really like sports. So give them the opportunity to do as much sports as they can. Or if you have a child who's really into art or into drama, give them the opportunity to explore that. Someone who's musical, great. Give them the opportunity to really, really go and explore it and find the area within whatever it is that's interesting for them that they shine in. And if you, if after exploring it a little bit, it's not working, okay, so it's fine. So switch to something else because every child has something they're interested in and they could have multiple interests. And the more opportunities, the more experiences we give them, the more opportunities are for them to shine. Another way for us to build up our child's self-esteem is the way we respond to a child asking us for help with something. And if it's something that we know we can, that they can do, if it's something that we know they can do, then when this happens, we need, there's a very specific response we need to do in order to have, to help to, uh, in order for us to build up our child's self-esteem. So for example, let's say our child asks us, you know, can you put my blanket on at nighttime, you know, right before bed? Or they say, you know, they come home from school and you say, you remind them, okay, it's time to do homework. And they ask you to help them do the homework. And in each of these scenarios, you know they're capable of doing it. Obviously, it depends on the age of your children. But the way we need to respond in those types of situations is you need to have an action plus a verbal response. So first, the answer is, you know, you, you could put on your blanket. You, you can do that homework. I know, you, you know you're, you're, you're great at math. Or, oh, you want a cup of water? Sure, you, you, can, you can do it. And then you need to have the verbal response of, I know you can do this. You don't need me. I believe in you. By doing this, so first of all, if you just say, just, just have the action of saying no without the verbal, so it's, it, it sounds a little evil. But when you add in that verbal component at the end, you're really saying to your child, I truly believe in you. And that really strengthens the child. And by doing this, by going through this type of exercise with your child, you're really saying to them, you're amazing. You're great. You don't, you don't need me to help you with something like this. And sometimes a child wants to get into negotiations and, you know, I wouldn't 
call ever call children terrorists. You know, some people, some people might, and some people would say there's no negotiations with terrorists. I wouldn't say that that applies to children, but there is the concept of that we don't negotiate, meaning you have to hold firm to it. You have to hold your children to the standards that they're, that they're able to do because the, the more that we don't hold them to those standards, it's like, it's babying them. And it's saying to them, I don't believe in you. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get you some, I'll get you water when there's, you know, the water's right there or I'll pull the, pour the milk for you when you're capable of doing these things. So by doing that, you're, you're basically saying to the child, yeah, I, I, I I'm nervous if you're going to do it. I'm not so sure you're not going to spill the milk. What that's saying to the child is, 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 it's a, unfortunately a very powerful statement of, I'm not sure if I fully believe in you. And then if you don't believe in your child, then how can we expect them to believe in themselves? How can we expect them to have self-esteem? Now, with, within this idea of having, you know, the action plus the verbal response, it's really, really important in, in the ideal sense that the husband and the wife are on the same page. The reason is because if, if let's say, you know, let's say the, the wife is, is very strong on it and the husband is, you know, this, this fun-loving person or the opposite. So then they're, the, the children are going to see right through that. They're going to know that they can just go to, you know, they can go to mommy or Ima or they can go to Abba or daddy or Tati. They can go and, and oh, they can get totally get, you know, get away with it. No problem. And then they'll get whatever they want. And therefore, therefore they know I don't really need to do it or I don't even need to ask that other parent anymore because I'm going to get it no matter what. Now, on to the second idea of ways to raise our children's self-esteem. Number two is the way we approach the, the amount of praises or the way we praise our children. So whenever we have opportunities to praise our children, so we have to really be very careful. We really have to weigh the, the types of praises we give. What do I mean? If it's something that is age appropriate, that it's an area that they are working on and it's an area of growth for them, then that's great. And you recognize it, you recognize that they're pushing hard, they're trying to make strides in this area, amazing. But, and listen very carefully, this is such an important point. If it's beneath them, if it's something that's not really age appropriate, it's degrading. Then complimenting them, is actually not a compliment, right? You're basically like, for example, let's say you say to your, you know, to your six-year-old or to, you know, your six-year-old, wow, I am so proud of you for getting your, your cup of water. Or you, let's say you say to your eight-year-old, I'm so impressed that you were able to get dressed by yourself. So it's demeaning, right? Unless if, unless if for this particular child, it is a struggle for them, then it's basically saying to them, yeah, you know, you're not really capable of that. Or, you know, I, yeah, this is something that, that, that's not really fitting for you. There's a, there's a maharal that says that, you know, that within the pasuk of me malel gavuros Hashem, that who can possibly say the gavuros, the praises of Hashem, who can say that, that, you know, the incredible things about Hashem is because everything we say about Hashem is minimalistic because who are we to be saying something nice about Hashem? He's perfect. He's, he doesn't need us. And it's the same thing for our children. If it's an area of growth, it's fitting. It's great. But if it's not, it's beneath them. And then they start to wonder, do you think that that's where I'm holding? Because I know that that's beneath me. But if my parents saying it to me, then maybe, maybe that's what they think of me. And if, if again, going back to what we said before, if, if our children think that that's what we think of them, then what are they going to think about themselves? It's going to make them feel less capable than they are. 
And then the compliment actually ends up lowering them. If it's something that they can feel really proud of, then it can be something really real. But if not, then it's better to avoid it. The third way to, to raise a child's self-esteem is actually shifting. Right now, so the first two ideas, we really spoke about the positive component. This third idea is what if a child feels like they're a failure? What if they express that to you? What if they say, I'm, I'm such a failure, or I know I'm bad at that. I always make mistakes. So then it's really important for us to, ch- to, to get a very, very fundamental message through to our children, which is that there's no one who doesn't make mistakes. In fact, the best people make mistakes. We build them through recognizing their mistakes. That's the approach. The approach is to tell, to take our children through a process of building them through the mistakes, meaning help them realize that failure is a good thing. As the famous saying of Chazal goes, Sheva yipot tzaddik v'kam. A tzaddik fell seven times and, and he, the fact that he keeps getting up, that's what's so impressive. That's what makes them into a tzaddik. So recognizing the mistakes and yet still going, that, that is what makes a tzaddik amazing. That's how we learn how to improve. So for our children, it's so important for us to help them to realize that that's a part of life. And while social media doesn't want us to think it's a part of life, social media wants us to think that we need to be perfect. That's not true. We have to normalize that it is okay to have challenges. And and through normalizing it, it can make children feel so much better about themselves. There's a, there's a book called The Carrot Principle Book. And uh, in, in there, describes that there was this CEO who used to hand every single employee who said that they made a mistake $100. Because this CEO got it. He knew that the only way for us to grow and for this company to be the best it can possibly be is through admitting and recognizing I made a mistake. But I'm going to grow. I'm not going to let that mistake bring me down and characterize me. I'm going to grow from that. And that's what we really need to do with our children. We really need to help our children to see that it is so, so normal to make mistakes. It's so normal to have anxiety. So many people have it. It's so normal to be, say, taking medicine for something. That's okay. We're not meant to be perfect. We're meant to be fixing ourselves. We come into this world imperfect. And and that is okay. Our job as parents is to help our children feel normal despite their challenges because that is normal. And maybe just one last point is that in school, when we talk about self-esteem, you know, like let's say our, you know, let's say you're listening to this right now as, as you're getting report cards from your child's school or your child came home with a test. So it's so important for us to not focus on the grades. Really, 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 the, the, the focusing on the grade tells our child that you should not have a growth mindset. You should have a fixed mindset. There's a famous book about all about this. And we need to help our children to be able to have a growth mindset to see that it's all about their efforts. The grade, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't really matter. It's just, do they put the efforts in? If they put their best efforts worth, even if they got a bad grade, then they, 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 they need the praise. They need the compliment. And that is age appropriate because it's, clear, it's something they're struggling through. But it's okay. It's good. 
it's normal. They put in their effort. That's all we can ask of anyone ever is to put their best, their, their best efforts forth. And if this area is not for them, okay, so maybe this is an area that's going to be a struggle for them, but, but are they going to benefit from a child, from a parent coming to them and saying, how did you get this grade? Where were the other five points? How is that going to make a child feel? It's going to make them feel horrible. So if we're talking about building up our children, we need to think about their efforts, not about their grades. So just to summarize what we've spoken about, we started off with the idea about leaning into our child's interests. And that is a really, really strong way to see, give them, see what they're interested in and give them the areas to to shine. We spoke about the idea about the way we respond to our children when they're asking us for something that we know they can do and to not, to not give in, to not help them with things that we know they can do, but rather to, to push them and to show them, I believe in you. And that's, that's the very important message. We spoke about the idea of the praising, the way we praise our children, being very careful and make sure it's something specifically age appropriate, that it's an area that they're working on. And then it's fitting, it's fitting to give a nice compliment, recognizing that they pushed hard, that they made, they made, you know, they made some growth. But if it's beneath them, it's not a compliment. It's actually, it's demeaning to them. And it really pulls down their self-esteem. And we, the last thing we spoke about is this concept of, of failure, a failure of making mistakes. And for us to normalize, to normalize making mistakes, to normalize the failure and that it's okay. And within grades specifically, to not look at the grade, but to look at the efforts. I hope this episode was helpful for you. If it was, please feel free to reach out at here at genoff.org. Let, let me know. Let me know what was most helpful for you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Parenting, Twitter at Yair Manchel. And looking forward to another amazing episode with you next week.